Welcome to Z-Code Sports Betting Podcast, your place where insider secrets, tricks, and systems are revealed to help you become a successful sports investor. Let the show begin. Hey guys, this is Jake from Z-Code here with yet another podcast for the Z-Code community and beyond. As you may know, and I'm sure everyone's aware of it, we are going through very strange times right now with obviously the pandemic going around. And that has thankfully spurred some of the industries, uh, betting being one of them, obviously. To some extent, obviously, some sports are have been cancelled, but there are things that we can still make money on, thankfully. Before I go into the details of what you can bet on and what I've been suggesting to people to do over the past few years, but also what you can do going forward, and I'm going to obviously be talking about esports, but I just want to take this moment to thank everyone who has been helping others in this situation with COVID-19, anyone who's been working in the hospitals, or even if you work as a delivery man, we appreciate everyone's work, hoping that everyone is safe. Health is the most important thing, and for that, I hope you are staying safe. Going back to what I said initially about esports and what's going on around the world, obviously the casino floors from Vegas to Macau are eerily quiet uh, during this global pandemic. Traditional sports leagues and events have been brought to a grinding halt almost worldwide, and we have few few events still happening, but they're very, very scarce, obviously due to the large gatherings that are possible to, due to the sports themselves. So... Bookmakers, that's another story. Obviously, they always want to make money, so without sports, they're kind of dry. But thankfully, there is an industry which is booming right now, and that's something I really want to go into because I think esports has been overlooked by many over the last decade or so. I think it's been around five years since I wrote the esports book, and back then, we were looking at the possibility of mentioning about six or seven bookmakers in total. In 2020, I think I have the opportunity to say that if you are running a bookmaker and you have overlooked the idea of offering esports to people, I think you're committing a suicide at this stage and your business is not going to be going on for much longer. I mean, of course, if you have the traditional sports running, then you are at a position where you do have the offer. And previously sitting in the peripherals of many major sports books, esports is now being viewed as an antidote to the deficiency of sports betting markets. And I think it's fair to say that esports betting has more than just a buzz around it at the moment. It has done so for a while, in my opinion. The last three years have been booming in this industry, but now is the time it can really shine. The likes of Counter-Strike Global Offensive and Rocket League have broken concurrent player records and streaming platforms such as Twitch and YouTube have witnessed a sizable increase in viewership, in my opinion, but also based on the statistics themselves. Just to give you an example, based on a recent information from Flutter Entertainment, which is a company which owns brands such as Bedford, Paddy Power, and I think FanDuel as well, they have reported to their shareholders that earnings could see a 135 million decline of the sporting event restrictions. Obviously, BRICS 
and mortar casinos have been forced to close their doors with seemingly no end in sight. And on April 1st, Nevada Governor Steve Sisolak extended the stay's stay-at-home order through the end of April. Esports, on the other hand, has transitioned from obviously the offline events, which are the events happening at venues and so on, to actually moving them onto online platforms. They have, we could say, reside in the first place. As video games are obviously played online, then you have the offline events, which are not entirely necessary, but they are there for sort of the viewership and the prestige of the esports as a whole. You could say the event is more of a celebration and to show which team is actually the best in the world, whereas online events are still taking place and they show the similar, but obviously without a whole stage around. And for that matter, the esports leagues and tournaments have moved seemingly transitioned to a new online framework. And we could say it's back to the roots as they were originally, as I previously mentioned. And this has seen a digital revival of major tournaments and event series such as the such as League of Legends Championship Series, the LCS, the ESL Pro League, and the ESL One Los Angeles, as well as the ESL One Los Angeles Dota 2 Major. Obviously, betting on esports is by no means a new concept. The handle has grown alongside the proliferation of the sport itself with the global esports betting market forecast to reach around, I think, 17.2 billion by the end of 2020. Obviously, in my opinion, that is going to grow significantly given the current situation where people transition from the original standard sports over to esports. We've also seen an influx of sports which are trying to, I guess, keep their levels of entertainment going through this pandemic. And obviously those are the likes of NASCAR, which has actually organized an esports event, which is the eNASCAR iRacing Pro Invitational Series. And that has proven to be a tremendous su uh, success with over 1.3 million people watching it live. Alongside, obviously, when you have such events happening, you have the TV, which previously has sort of overlooked esports as a whole. Um, it has been transitioning to the whole TV as such, but obviously with platforms such as Twitch, which is giving you the ability to stream, watch any, any sort of event you want for free in the highest definition possible, um, that transition to the likes of ESPN and so on and forth has been rather stagnant over the past few years. But obviously, we also had the likes of NBA 2K Players Tournament to air, uh, which was airing on ESPN a while ago. Therefore, we could say that the associations themselves are putting a huge emphasis on esports in order to survive during these really, really challenging times. So you may still be wondering what the hell is going on. I mean, this guy, this 25-year-old who's been with Zcode for quite some time, he's written this book when he was 20 years old, and he keeps talking about and yapping about this esports thing. Well, guys, let me break it to you. It's one of the biggest things right now, as obviously all the other sports are cancelled, but esports has been around for quite a bit of time as well. Um, we could say that we are in a position right now where the TV, the, the mainstream media is like, oh my God, we have sort of overlooked this whole phenomenon of, phenomenon of esports. 
at least in in the western part of the world obviously the eastern part of the world where you could say the likes of japan or china they have been well ahead of the time we they for example just to give you a, a comparison of what esports is like over there obviously obviously they are sort of the pioneers of the whole esports back in 2000 i think japan was the first country to announce esports as a the government uh, recognized activity i suppose and things over there are a bit different because we are looking at the likes of league of legends players especially in china and korea where they do have obviously the standard salary and stuff but they are recognized as the superstars they are seen as people who are much more popular than the actual national football team and i'm talking obviously they don't have a very good national football team itself um that wouldn't go to china obviously but south korea is a bit better at that <laughs> based on my personal uh, knowledge which is very scarce but i i can definitely talk about esports more <laughs> they are definitely the more recognized and the more popular teams than the actual national football team and the events themselves are held at huge huge venues on those finals and so on and so forth they attract millions of people whether it's online or offline you know physical interactions as well as the actual online experience so we have this whole massive bubble we could say that you do have esports bookmakers are sort of exploring it some of the bookmakers are very professional about it some are still trying to understand it which is a great time to get an opportunity to get great odds you know hop on something that you have the data on as much as the bookmaker itself does obviously when it comes back to betting on standard sports the bookmakers are a bit ahead of us maybe not so much of the zico community as we do have the data going back to 20 years or so but the bookmakers they definitely do have that data as well so in comparison to esports you it's obviously very new and we're also at a point where they don't have that data they're trying to understand it they're trying to put it out to people and here's the opportunity i just want to quote something from a guy called smith ian smith the esic commissioner he said that the esports community and the esports as a whole in the betting aspect of of the world is at the beginning of exploration of what works and what doesn't but the key question is what events what leagues what tournaments what games are safely presented in a way that makes them reasonable risk for betting operator or regulator and that's where the issue of integrity within the competition will be hell of a long way down the operators list of priorities and while some will address it others won't because there's no there isn't such urgency yet <laughs> frankly i will pervert what i just said because there is an urgency you you basically have nothing to put out to people right now and you're stuck without any of the sports running all of the traditional sports have been cancelled and you're not going to entertain people with just table tennis i mean come on there's only so much table tennis you can take in a single day i think just as much you can watch a single esports game that's why you want the diversity you want to have different things to bet on 
And funny enough, during this critical time where betting operators are basically gasping for air, esports is, we could say for some, one of the last products left to grab a hold of. And this is what I just mentioned, the opportunity for you people to make money on something that is really hot. Um, obviously, the bookmakers don't really have that understanding of this esports thing as a whole just yet. They're trying to dip their toes in the water. And this is where the real sharks, such as us, can really bite back. And we can take advantage of their naivety and stupidity, I could say. <laughs> as we all know, they will learn from all the mistakes. They will adjust things, but it's too early to say that they will do that right now, as obviously they need the, they need the experience, the data, the years of analysis to really, really get a grasp of everything. And for that reason, I've been putting in a lot of work. There is a book coming update for the Z Code edition of the esports book, where we're going to be discussing a lot of different things. And I have wonderful guys who are contributing to it as well. Thank you, Adam. Thank you, Reese. I really appreciate it. We do have contributions from Timo in the past as well, and that will stay. And I would really love for everyone to get familiar with what's really included in that book which is going to be presented to you very, very soon by Mike. Above and beyond, I want to stress on this, that eSports is, in fact, available worldwide. You can bet on it in Australia, you can bet on it in the USA. And we are going to put out a lot of articles over the coming days with information on where you can bet on, how you can bet on it, who to follow, how to follow, and obviously all the, all the information you need about eSports. You don't really have to be very familiar with what you're betting on, because you are going to be put out with all this information that you can learn, but also you can follow the experts, which is the most important thing. So with that said, I'd like to take an opportunity to get some questions from Sebastian and also get him to, and he will obviously answer some of the questions of my own as well. So I hope for this podcast to be very informational for you guys. I hope you really enjoy it. Obviously leave feedback for me. Um, any questions that you have, obviously you can always ask me on the Z code wall. Without further ado, welcome Sebastian to the podcast. Thank you for tuning in to Z Code Sports Betting Podcast. Let the show begin. We are obviously going through this whole coronavirus uh, turmoil right now, and things are a bit crazy, let's just say. Obviously, yeah. we are in a position where majority of the sports have been cancelled for the rest of the year, or at least for a couple of months right now, but we can assume that it will be cancelled for the rest of the year. So we are in a position where, sadly, we are without sports. Yeah, <laughs> but the action can be someplace else. And as you mentioned, esports is one of those places where you know, people are actually actively uh, playing video games in their own homes. So those games are actually played at, at their own home, right? Those like on those, those games is actually playing. Those people are playing at their own own place, right? Yeah. So you have a com for comparison, you have two different types of events for esports. You have the you have the standard, you know, low paying leagues that are being played from people's homes, which are usually five versus five, and they are played online. And then you have the offline events, which are happening in big stadiums these days, where you're going to have hundreds of people, thousands of people, hundreds of thousands of people even. <laughs> and 
those are the offline events. So those are the actual physical, you know, you have to go travel to an event with your team and manager and so on. But yeah, for the time being, obviously those events are going to be canceled. Yes, yes. And we are in a position where esports continues no matter what, because people can play from their houses. Yes, yes, correct. Mm. So, so esports are, are not affected at all, right, so far, right? Mm -hmm. Right now, esports is unaffected by the whole virus. If not, yeah. it's actually more beneficial for esports yeah. because, I mean, yeah. if people cannot watch sports, they will watch something else. And the bookies are not very good at making the line in esports, right? Yeah, so to answer your question, esports is quite new. So there's no historical data, and I know you're a fan of historical data. Yeah, yeah, but, I, I, yeah but I don't know anything on esports, yeah. <laughs> so esports is more about your personal knowledge rather than historical data at the moment because the bookies they don't have that historical data yet yeah. the team can be around for let's just say six months maximum four years yes, so, yes. so you have four years of historical data which is practically nothing for bookmakers which have probably over 100 years of data for Manchester United. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, it's 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 that thing that the lines are probably more in your favor if you really understand the the esports yeah. competitions because yeah. Yeah, because yeah. because the bookmakers they just draw their own conclusions based on yes. um there are a few firms which make the lines. Yeah. Yes. They do have an understanding of esports, but it's very generic. Yes. Very little historical backing. Yes. So, do you find Adam is good at uh, esports? Because I see him posting, uh, but but I I don't follow because I didn't don't know anything. Oh. So, do you think he is a good good person to follow? Well, you see, that's a good question to ask because, as you know, you follow old school without much understanding of American sports. Sorry if I'm assuming right now, but let's just say you most likely don't have the same knowledge as he does. Yes. <laughs> same way we don't have the same knowledge of Adam's perception of esports because yeah. he is, is extremely good. And I think he's very underestimated as well. Yeah. And he's yeah. very active, which is really nice as well. Yes. No, but but no, but then but then American sports has been on for a year, so I know that ex the experts when they are posting, they have a lot a lot of knowledge. And also, I even no even before I started following, I've been reading everything he says. So I I know he will be good. But esports, I totally know nothing at all. <laughs> so so I I I can't I, I can't. <laughs> and, and yeah, but so so you think he's a good good person to follow? Yeah, Adam. Adam is great, and there's yes. a lot more. Obviously, I, I used to post myself as well, and yes, I, I make it back to it, but it's yes. Will you be uh, posting more esports? I will be looking into it, possibly, yes. yes. Now yes. with the whole virus going around, I may actually uh, drop back in. We'll see how it yes. goes. But yeah, um, esports is a great competition right now for, for betting coronavirus going around. Even yes. without the virus, we are in a position where it's a const constantly growing a competition yeah. it's yeah. you have more games coming out more data yeah. more and more teams yes and it's great that you're asking those questions because uh coming from my perspective where i 
have quite a bit of knowledge about esports and you don't have much, you will be curious to look into it further. And now I can definitely recommend for you to check out a website called twitch.tv where you can find actual matches taking place. You can watch them for free and you know you can start learning about how these games work yeah but do, do you play those games yourself yeah so this actually comes from a personal passion of mine yeah. where yeah um i used to play those games when i was mm-hmm. little i used to go to events when i was like 14 so, 15. so will you be playing on the esports uh, team <laughs> <laughs> well no <laughs> uh, they're much higher level they have uh they're much better <laughs> yes 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 all right. Thank you so much, uh, Sebastian. That was a great conversation with you. Yes. Yes. I want to add one, say something. So, yeah, go on. No. So, oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, so, I I want to say the, the gold coin is, uh, I use it as a lot to donate to all the experts that we follow. It's very good. Every time I get it, it makes me happy. I've seen people saying they're afraid that they find it too, amount is uh, too little and what, but don't. I would say even I have personally only received like like ten cents or this. I, I it's oh, no big deal. So it's it's really. I would say, the, I, would say I personally donate to the experts because they deserve it. Mm. Yeah, so I think people should use it more more often. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Expert karma, you know, it yeah. comes back to you. They yeah. make money for you, and you you send them yeah. a little bit. Yeah. And... I I really hope old school will get his own gold coin because he deserves it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you so much, Sebastian. I really okay. appreciate the call. Okay. I hope you have a nice evening. Okay, bye. Thank you. Bye bye. Thank you for listening to Z Code Sports Betting Podcast. I hope you enjoyed the show today. Remember to go to iTunes and post your comment and topic suggestion for the next episode. We love to hear from you. See you on the next show. Have a fantastic day.